Welcome back into the Tide Talk Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. Stacey Blackwood here with a bonus episode, kind of recapping the first scrimmage of fall camp that was held this past Saturday. But before we do that, I got to tell you about our friends over at betonline.ag. If you like to bet on sports, then BetOnline is the place to go to win money today. They have everything from live bets, prop bets, and futures, and their online casino is open 24 hours a day. BetOnline has all the latest odds, news, and information for all your online sports betting needs. Visit the website or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before the next big game, head on over to betonline.ag and start playing today. That's betonline.ag, your online sports book experts. Also, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe today. Hit that notification notification bell so you don't miss a single episode. And now I want you to jump in the comment section to answer the question of the day. And the question is, will Cameron Latou have five touchdown catchers or more this season? Jump in there with a Y for yes or an N for no. All right, let's let's start the conversation there. Let's just talk a little bit about Cameron Latou. Uh, of course, he made a big name for himself this spring. Uh, he caught a touchdown pass in all the scrimmages during the spring, including uh, on A-Day. We all saw that, the connection from Bryce Young there. So he is a guy that is starting to make a name for himself. And, of course, Jaleel Billingsley is a guy who's right now is in the doghouse, but I expect that to kind of take care of itself before you know Alabama heads to Atlanta to play Miami there in the Chick-fil-A kickoff game. So excited about Cameron Latou, excited about Jaleel Billingsley, and it looks like Alabama may have you know one of the best tight end duos in all of college football. So really excited to see that group and what they can do together, and how Bill O'Brien kind of uses those two guys to kind of help Bryce Young, you know, kind of get his feet wet as he starts, you know, this year for the first time for Alabama. All right, next I want to talk about how great it is to hear that Trey Sanders, you know, looks completely healthy. Of course, his freshman year at Alabama, you know, was expected to kind of have a role there, hurts his ankle, misses the entire season. Then last season, he's starting to play. You know, you go back to the Tennessee and Mississippi State games. He's starting to receive some carries, you know, in, in, in time that matters in the game. And then he's he's involved in that, you know, horrific car accident that almost took football away from him. So it's good to see Trey Sanders back healthy. Uh, it was reported that he – Caught a 20-yard touchdown pass from Bryce Young in the scrimmage during a two-minute drill. So it looks like Trey Sanders is finally healthy and starting to get back to the Trey Sanders that, you know, was so highly coveted coming out of high school out of IMG Academy, you know, a five-star number one back in the country. So really excited about Trey Sanders. And now I'm, I'm interested in seeing how Bill O'Brien is going to kind of split the carries you know, between B-Rob, Jace McClellan, Roy Dell Williams, Trey Sanders, and even Kamar Wheaton, who is also putting together a really good fall camp. And, you know, Coach Saban is excited about him maybe in the return game. So just really excited to see how Coach Bill O'Brien in his first year as the offensive coordinator for Alabama, you know, kind of handles the, the, the running back room with all, you know, all those guys that are really talented. And uh, I guess it's kind of a good problem to have, but it, it's going to be, it's going to be difficult to kind of split the carries between that many guys. So I'm anxious to see how, you know, Bill O'Brien does that. And just a couple more things. I don't want to keep everybody long today. This is just a bonus episode to kind of recap 
what happened, uh, you know, in that scrimmage and kind of talk a little bit about that. Uh, but one thing is we all know that Josh Job is back to, to, to take care of that one corner spot. Patrick Sertan is off to the NFL, the number nine pick in the draft to the Denver Broncos. And by the way, in his first preseason game, he had 11 snaps that were that were uh, coverage snaps. He allowed zero catches and had a pick six. So Patrick Sertan is picking up where he left off at Alabama there with the Denver Broncos. So excited to see how he fares there in the NFL. But that other cornerback position is open opposite of Josh Job. Uh, Jalen Armour Davis filled that role this spring and, and did a really good job. But Kool-Aid McKinstry, uh, Terry and Arnold, a couple of true freshmen, are really starting to make a name for themselves at Alabama. And and I think right now it's probably a three-way battle for that other corner spot between Jalen Armour Davis, Kool-Aid McKinstry, and Terry and Arnold. So how that plays out, we don't know. We know that that Saban's not afraid to play true freshman if he thinks that's the best, you know, you know, possible uh, outcome for the team. So uh, really excited to see how that battle kind of works itself out uh, between those three players. And it, and it could be some other guys involved in that competition as well. Uh, you think about junior college transfer and uh, Kyrie Jackson, uh, Marcus Banks is still there. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see how that last cornerback spot is. You know, that's the only open spot really uh, on the defense. If you really think about it, we were set up front on the defensive line. There's about eight or nine guys that, that you can kind of rotate in there when everybody's healthy uh, at linebacker. We know what we have with Christopher Allen and Will Anderson, and of course, on the inside with Christian Harris, Henry Toa Toa, Jalen Moody, Shane Lee, uh, Demoy Kennedy, Deontay Lawson in Jackson, the list goes on and on there at inside linebacker. And then of course at safety, you have Jordan battle, uh, Brian branch, Malachi Moore, Josh Job, DeMarco Helms, Daniel Wright, just just a loaded defensive backfield with that other corner spot still kind of being, you know, open for competition, like I said, between Jalen Armour Davis, Kool-Aid McKinstry, and Taryn Arnold. Arnold even got a pick against Bryce Young uh, in the scrimmage on Saturday. So he's starting to make a name for himself along with some other guys. So excited to see how that kind of plays itself out over the next couple of weeks. And the last thing I want to talk about is uh, senior Kendall Randolph, who has been the starter at right tackle, you know, in the spring and so far through this fall camp, did suffer a, a, a minor ankle injury in the scrimmage on Saturday. His scrimmage was cut short. Uh, and so now uh, that, that right tackle spot, which was starting to feel like it was really Kendall, Kendall Randolph's to lose, and I kind of got the feeling that Nick Saban was completely comfortable with Kendall Randolph being the starter at right tackle. Uh, but now, you know, it maybe if, if Randall's only out or Randolph's only out for a couple days, maybe it doesn't really affect the, the right tackle position. But now it kind of leaves the door open for, you know, sophomore Damian George or freshman J.C. Latham to maybe uh, get a heads up on, on Kendall Randolph there at the right tackle position. That That is something to watch over the next couple of weeks. Of course, we're going to find out more about Randolph's injury this week. And so that that is something to watch over the next couple of weeks. And maybe that is – that is, uh, you know, th that's obviously a position. Of course, J.C. Latham was one of the highest-rated prospects in this this uh, 2021 class, so everybody's been raving about him, and, you know, maybe he can take on that right tackle spot. But but like I said, before the injury to Randolph, it kind of looked like Saban had conce conceded that, that Randolph was going to be the guy there. So we'll just kind of see how that plays out over the next couple of weeks. Uh, really excited about fall camp. Fall camp is always fun. Uh, it's it's interesting to read about how you know some of the younger guys are coming in and making plays and 
you know, like Cameron Latou, like I talked about earlier, he's a guy who come in in the a part of the 2018 class on the defensive side of the ball. After his freshman year, he switches to tight end, and now a couple years later, it looks like he's going to be one of the play, top playmakers for Bryce Young in this offense. So, uh, just uh, you never know what's going to happen. Uh, you think you know until you know the lights come on. Uh, then, then you really find out what everybody is made of, and you know who's who's got what it takes. So excited about that. Uh, the Australian punter, he's uh, he's starting to uh, uh, do really well, according to Coach Saban. So anxious to see how the punting situation works itself out. That has not been a strong suit for the Tide, you know, ever since J.K. Scott went on to punt for the Green Bay Packers. So uh, a lot to look at, look look forward to uh, the remainder of this fall camp. We're going to be here with you every step of the way on the Tide Talk podcast. Jake and myself will be back later this week, maybe for a live show to kind of talk about what's going on this week during fall camp. Real quick before we head out, make sure you do subscribe to the podcast on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, you know, however you listen to podcasts. If you do listen on Apple, make sure you leave us that five-star written review. And like I mentioned earlier, if you're watching this on YouTube, jump in the comment section below, answer the question of the day. Will Cameron Latou have five touchdown catches or more this season? Why for yes or in for no? All right, that's going to do it, everybody. I hope you have a great week. Roll Tide.